What's up? This is Jam Planet Podcast. This is Westside Jordan. I'm here with BNKD, and we're here to review our top five favorite female rap artists. What up? All right. So, who's your who's your number five? Oh, you can you can actually go first since you're hosting it. Now nah, I'll let you go first. Okay. Okay. Good. Got you. So this list, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just give you guys like a. Like a warning. So this list was kind of last minute list. So everything doesn't really make sense. It's not really like a traditional top five list. And also, I don't really listen to much female artists that much. So I just kind of put it together just like the female artists I listen to. So number five, I'm going to go with Missy Elliott. So Missy Elliott is from Portsmouth, Virginia. She's popular like the mid to late 90s. When she came out, she dropped a super duper fly. She had like hits like The Rain sock it to me all that and i what i really like about her is her music videos her and buster rhymes had that like creative like mind of music videos too when you when she was under the tutelage of like hype williams who's a dope director he direct he directed like a couple of like hip-hop movies too i haven't really watched them but i heard bad stuff about it <laughs> but overall <laughs> i really like her um her just creativity she kind of breaks the mold for <clears throat> she she kind of like breaks the mold for female mcs Cause like female MCs are seen as like kind of set sex objects in a way, and she doesn't really do that because she's like she's like short, she's like overweight, and she just like she doesn't give a fuck too. That's what I really like about her because she kind of breaks that mold. She doesn't do like that sex rap bullshit which was popular with Foxy Brown, Little Kim. She just kind of stayed true. She I'm not saying she's the best lyricist, but she just had like a lot of fun to the. Fun just rapping. She's a dope songwriter. She's a dope singer too. Like her, the only problem that I have with her albums is just the singing. Cause I'm more of a, I just like listening to rap. But she she does find a way to mix R&B and uh, hip hop together. She has like really good sing songies like, um, the rain, Hot Boys, Izzy Izzy Yah, just all that stuff too. And I. I just really like her as like a rapper too. She's just like very fun. She's carefree. She's a dope songwriter. I just love how she has like good chemistry with Timbaland, who's like a popular DJ at the time. He he's like he kind of went commercial. She's she's more of a commercial rapper, but she does it in like a perfect way to, where it doesn't sound corny. She just has that creativity and that I don't give a fuck vibe to it. And I just like her like how she bonds with Timbaland too, because Timbaland just makes his dope R&B hip-hop beats together. It makes it sound dope. And some tracks that I really like from her are The Rain, Hot Boys, Izzy Izzy Ah, Work It, Get Your Freak On, Lose Control, Gossip Folks, On and On. And then that's pretty much it. So she's definitely my top five. She's no, she's my number five. So how about you? Now before I say my top five, one thing I want to say about Missy Elliott is that I feel like She's gotten robbed of, like, I feel like she's underrated because, yeah. like, she's been nominated for, like, Best Rap Album exactly. so many times, yeah. but yet never won, and for me, she definitely got uh, ripped off of that. Yeah, she kind of has a really tragic backstory, too, because I think she was, I forget, there's a story on her. She was, like, homeless. She wanted to be, like, in military, but she was, like, too short or fat to be in it, <laughs> so she just went to, like... She went with like Timbaland somewhere. I forget where they went though. 
I forget how they got discovered. It was like a long time ago. I, I didn't really prepare for the background, but I kind of know a few things here and there because she was on the hip hop evolution. So I just like her. Once again, I just like her because she's like different from the female MCs. You know how like female MCs have it hard enough. Like sex sells. You see these these dumb assholes like uh, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. They do stuff for the radio. They're just like garbage ass lyricists, but people like them because they they have like a sexual image to that and and uh. Missy Elliott doesn't have that. She just like she just comes with herself. She's she stays true to herself without like selling out and somehow she's able to go commercial because she kind of breaks the platform, like breaks the mold of what a female MC is. So yeah. That's what I have yeah. to say on it. Alright, so my number five is uh some people might know her from the TV show Rhythm and Flow, but <laughs> Sasha Gohard. Yeah, well, <laughs> Sasha Gohard. Never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's from she's from Chicago, from the South Side, and um, you know, and she's she's just been she's been very underground, uh, clearly because you don't know her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it's like she's worked with a lot of like the famous uh, Chicago local artists, uh, like most notably Chief Keef. And uh, Katie got bands. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and the reason why I like her is because she's like, you know, like she's kind of like Missy Elliott in like the sense that you know she's not trying to sell sex all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for my uh, top five songs for her is for five is all I want to do. Four is what do you want? Three is energy. Two second is pressure, and number one is the porch. All right, I'll definitely check them out. Never heard of her. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll send you the. I'll send you the links. All right, sure. And I and I also need the um. I need to check out that rhythm and flow series because I I heard about that too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Thanks for the list, though. It's like how we we come together. We have different lists. That way you can check out other people's songs afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's really All right, so. All right, so who's your number four? All right, so number four is going to piss a lot of people off because she's not number one. And I might have to go with Lauren Hill. So Lauren Hill is an MC from Newark, New Jersey. And she was part of the Fugees before they break up. They had like a short run. It was like a couple of three years or so. I just love what I like about her. She brings like. She has a dope singing voice. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of singing, but she kind of makes it in a good way too. And I just like her production too. I know she doesn't produce, but the production behind her, it's like alternative hip hop. It has like that peace brother, peace sister kind of vibes to it, like the five percent nation shit. <laughs> it's more like laid back, it's not like hardcore, but she can spit too. I just like her flow and delivery. It's like laid back. Her her like her like rapping style is kind of different in a way because it's more like Jamaican, Caribbean. So it kind of takes elements from um, different countries and she just makes it work in a certain way. Like it's more like laid back. Don't expect like like hardcore rappers, you know, just expect like laid back, like eccentric, eccentric like lyricism. So she's kind of like Q-tip in a way. Like their lyrics are like very like deep in meaning too. It's just not like rap, bat, cat, sat, you know what I mean? Fat. It's just very complex lyricism. She's not like techni technicality, but in a way she's like eccentric because 
her lyrics have like deeper meaning to it. And that's why I like her too. And I just think she was a standout member for um, the Fugees too. Like I was, I'm be honest, I wasn't a fan of her like her Miseducation Lauren Hill album just because it had more R&B than hip hop because I'm more of a hip hop dude. So she kind of suffers from the same thing Missy Elliott does, like more R&B than hip hop. But she does have like a dope voice and dope sound too. So she kind of brings like the sing-songy elements and mixes it with hip hop. And so my favorite songs for her are Doo-Wop. So that's like a popular song. Y'all heard it before. Final Hour, Lost Ones, which is probably my favorite song by her. Ready or Not. So these are just songs from her like Fuji's album. So Ready or Not, Zealots, Cowboys, Fuji La, and then Killing Me Softly, which is a dope singing singing song track too. I just like the beat too in it. And it kind of uses the same sample from Bonita Apple Bump. So I really appreciate it too. It uses that dun 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 So she, I have her as my top four. I'm my number four. My bad. So how about you? What would your uh, number four be? My number four is Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Uh, another person that uh, I think everybody has heard of. Wait, what's her name? Uh, Left Eye. Oh, left eye. Okay. Yeah. Lisa yeah. Lopez. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know she's most famous for being a part of the trio TLC. Yeah. Um, and in TLC she was probably the only one that rapped. <laughs> uh, really rapped. Whereas you know the other two they were mostly singing. Um, I'm just which, curious. Uh, do you, Do you remember the 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 other members from uh, what's it called from uh. God damn the group that TLC. Do you know any? I, oh, <laughs> I don't know. I know it's I know it's Chili is yeah. one of the other ones, and I always forget the third one. <laughs> yeah, she's forgettable, dude. I only know Left Eye too. She, yeah, I know Left Eye yeah. and Chili. All right, yeah, they're dope. Right, and um, and uh, Lisa Left Eye is probably is my favorite member of TLC just because she's the most rap centric, and I like. I like the flow that she kind of comes out with in her songs and like how she's able to pair her raps with, you know, the other two's more R&B sound and how, and how like they've, I guess, I guess I'm kind of talking about all TLC in general is how they both know how to like ride the beat with like singing. And also the other one knows, and like, and then like, um, left eye knows how to ride the beat with her rap skills. And I just like how, like as a group, like they kind they come together. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so all, all of my top five Left Eye songs are all from TLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for five is Baby Baby Baby. Uh, for four, it's Ain't Too Proud to Beg. And then my oh, top three are kind of, and my top, and then my top three are kind of basic, but. <laughs> But uh, they're really good. Uh, number three is No Scrubs. Oh, yeah. That song is really good. good. Yeah, I really like that song. Um, and my second favorite is Waterfalls, which everybody knows. Yeah. And then, Waterfalls. <laughs> and then number one is Creep. And, like, I just I just love the chorus of that song. <laughs> that song the chorus of that song is so good. Yeah, that's a dope song, too. Dope list, man. Yeah. I always see, yeah. I always see left eye on people's top five, top ten. Yeah, yeah. Too bad she uh, passed away. She had to pass so young. Didn't she die from like a car accident? I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I believe. 
Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if you know this. I'm not sure how well you know um, TLC, but you know why the reason they call it Left Eye, right? Yeah, because she would wear these glasses. Um, and like she had a condom on yeah. them that would cover her left eye. Exactly. Yeah, they're using <laughs> yeah, that, that to promote safe sex, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hey, that's a, that's a pretty good message to um, to spread around, especially at that time. Even now, I would say that's a good message that uh, I think a lot of kids today need to learn. Exactly. You don't want to end up like Easy Ear and Magic Johnson. You don't want to end up like... You don't want to end up like the story on Waterfalls. That Waterfalls <laughs> is a song about a guy who gets AIDS. Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even pick it up. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. If you watch the music video, you it's very clear. Dude, like I some here's here's the thing. Sometimes when I listen to songs, I just turn my brain off and don't really pay attention to like what they're talking about, man. You know, like I have to go to yeah, genius sometimes. I have to go to genius sometimes and grasp the meaning too. Sometimes if the songs are underground on Genius, there's like no, <laughs> there's no like yeah. annotation, so you kind of have to come up with your own meaning. But some of it's like straightforward. But I, I definitely check it out. I just thought it was about like girls or something like that, but I didn't know it was about AIDS. Man. That's really smart. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a very good uh, song. So yeah, so uh, for you, I would recommend watching the video. Yeah, and, like when when you watch the video, you it's very it's like you're like. It's definitely about that. <laughs> exactly. And weren't yeah, they on... Oh, I didn't. I hate to cut you off, but weren't they on the same level as uh, Outkast 2? LaFace, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Babyface's label? Yeah. Yeah, what were yeah, yeah. And then, like, and then, like, the whole entire production team was uh, organized noise. Oh, yeah. For Waterfalls. Like, they're, like... And, like, I feel like not a lot of people talk about organized noise enough. Oh, they're in definitely don't man. rap, man. Yeah. I mean, they 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 created. I mean, they, they didn't create, but like they helped create big hits for TLC and Outkast, and like they kind of created that like essential Southern sound. They did, man. It's a dope. It's a dope mix too. It's R and B and hip hop too. Yeah, dirty South sound as they call it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think uh, it was Rico Wade. I think Rico Wade's producer. I'm not sure. And then there's that that nigga Sleepy Brown who was on a couple of Outkast later albums. He's a dope singer too. I think he's like a producer for Organized Noise because I think Organized Noise is like a trio. I want to say. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They were on an episode. They were on like an episode where like the, the artist has like an hour to make a beat, so they just take beats from they just take like uh, records from like a record shop, and then they make a beat out of it in an hour. I forget what it's called though. Oh, rhythm roulette. There you go, rhythm roulette. That's dope. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So that's pretty much it for your um. Yeah. All right, man. All right. So who's your number three? All right, number three. I have MC Light. She was uh MC from Brooklyn, New York. She's like the first solo MC, no solo female MC to have like a full length project, not be part of a group. She got her start in like the late 80s. I think she started rapping 17 years old. And I just really love her too, man. She's just very like charismatic on the mic. She like, she can go, she can go like toe to toe, like some of the bigger rappers too. Cause she was like, she wasn't like rapping about sex or anything. She, she's a good storyteller. She can be like lyrical miracle. Like she can just give you bars and bars. You know what I mean? 
I mean, I just like really appreciate her too, cause she, like, she aged really good too, like her music, and I just like, I just like really like her songs too, and just like her her rapping style in general, cause I feel like she's an underrated female MC. I think she's probably one of the best female MCs to come out, cause she can just spit. You know what I mean? Like some of these like yeah. female MCs just talk about nonsense, but she can actually spit too. She doesn't she doesn't do like the whole sex sells thing. I just yeah. like appreciate her for like her skills that she brings. And I've recently listened to a, uh, two of her albums, I, "Light as a Rock" and then the the second one that come afterwards. I forget which one it was called. So that being said, my favorite songs for her are "10 Percent Dis," which is like a spitting track, "Paper Thin," "Cha Cha Cha." Everyone knows that song. Uh, "Light Light BMC." I Cramp to Understand You, Kicking for Brooklyn, Stop Look and Listen, Survival of the Fittest Remix. So it's not Mob Deep, Survival of the Fittest, it's her own. <laughs> <laughs> and then I Am the Light, and then Poor Georgie, and then Roughneck. So yeah, those are my favorite yeah. songs from her. I don't, I'm not sure how much songs. It, I think it was like 10 or so, I don't know. But definitely check out those songs. MC Light's kind of like a, like, a, like a female like rap OG. Yeah, she is too. She she started off seventeen, so I hate yeah. when niggas like niggas nowadays camp for rap for shit and they're young. Like people back then were spinning about their life, dude. Like LL yeah. Cool J, Special Ed, all those guys, man. They started off young. Even Q Tip, who wrote Bonita Apple Bone when he was like a teenager, man. Like this shouldn't age should never be excused for doing anything. You just have to you just have to actually care about the art and not do it for the money. If you do it for the money, I hate to go on a rant, but if you do it for the money, the music is not gonna sound good all that much. But if you do it from your heart, the music's most of the time gonna sound dope, you know? So just like take notes on just like study female MCs as general, man, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And that's my definitely a good one too, to yeah. study. That's my number three. Alright, for me, my number three is Yas Bones. Um, she's, she's from, uh, Guadalajara, Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, and, man, she can, she can spit, man, like, I mean, like, her, like, like, she has such a wide range, like, she can go from, like, from, like, bars to, like, singing, like, all in the same song, and, and sometimes even in the same verse. Yeah. And, um... And, like, she's one of those artists that have kind of, like, she does not use a lot of auto-tune at all. Mm -hmm. Like, don't think that she's an auto-tune artist. But when she does use it, she uses it really well. Like, she knows, like, she knows how to use it to accentuate her voice instead of just making random noises. Yeah. You know, with it. Yeah, exactly. And, um... You know, I just, I really like her style. And, like, a lot of her beats are very, like, like East Coast, like, original, like, 90s beats and stuff like that. Yeah. Very boom bap and all that. And so, for me, my top five for her is Matando Lo Que Soy, uh, Teo Viro, uh, Fuero De Melis, uh, No Quiero Dejar Esto, and uh, Me Bocardas. Hopefully our Spanish speakers can pick that out because I have no idea <laughs> what the hell you said. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, that's funny, dude. You said it like you actually knew how to speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, dude. Alright, so uh, who's your second favorite? 
All right, so my second favorite, it's probably going to be lower on other people's list or not even their top five, top ten, but I have to give it to Rod Digga. Rod Digga is like, no, I'm going to get into her history before I talk about it. So, so she she's a rapper from New York, New Jersey, and she was part of the group, the Outsiders. And before the Outsiders, she's part of like a other group. I forget the name of it, though. It was like something dope. Or, I forget what it was, but Outsiders... Yeah, the same outsiders with um, Eminem and uh, a couple other members, I forgot. And Pace One also. And I think they were from, I don't know what region they're from, like Detroit or something. But but what happened was she was discovered by Q-Tip at Lyricist Lounge, which had like lyrical juggernauts. And they made like a compilation album. They made like two, Lyricist Lounge Volume 1 and Volume 2. And she was on a song with Bahamadia. I think the song is called It's On or something like that. And so her, so Q-Tip, so her meeting Q-Tip led to him introducing her to um, the Flip Mode Squad, which is a Busta Ryan's like group. So it had um, members like Baby Sham, Rampage, uh, I forget the other, there's a hype man on there, uh, the Spliff Star, and a couple other members on there. And she was like one of the standout um Members, just because she had like a very distinct voice and she can hold her own against like any male MCs too. She's probably like my, she's probably my like third favorite Flip Mode Squad member. No, like fifth, one of those. After like, um, Lord Have Mercy, um, Buster Rhymes, and then like a couple other dudes. What I like about her is just like, she's a, I wouldn't say she has much subject matter for her albums, but she's just like a spitter. She, she, she picks like really dope beats. But, like, what's funny is that her, I'd say her discography ranks lower than the people I actually mentioned before. But I just like her, like, she's, like, very hardcore. She's in your face. She's very witty with her lyricism. She she likes comparing other stuff to, like, pop culture references. And I just, like, really like her because she's, like, very aggressive. Like, her, she has, like, a distinct voice, too, which I really like. She, like, get in your face and start spitting for you. You know what I mean? She can give you bar for bar. And I, her weakness, I would just say, is like her subject matter. But she's higher because I like spitters. You know what I mean? So yeah, she definitely is like my number, my number two. And I just like her songs too. So my favorite songs from her are "Break a Fool," "Do the Ladies Run This," featuring Sonya Blade. I'm not sure Sonya Blade made any albums, but she was dope on that song. And then "Tight," "Straight," "Straight Spitting Part Two. I don't know what Part One is. Uh, "Lessons of Today." This ain't no little kid rap. Back it up. Classic. Feel good. What you come around here for, which is on uh, the Violator Volume One, which is a flip mode song. And I also like to, I also like this. There's another song on there. I forget what it was, but I can't remember it though. But those are definitely my central songs to check out by her, though. Definitely. All right. So for my second favorite uh female rappers some people will probably get mad at me for this one <laughs> um just because some people probably won't typically consider her a rapper but uh jenny aiko is my second favorite <laughs> i don't need uh, you i don't wasn't she with big sean too i want to say yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and um you know uh, one crazy thing about her is like she's like she, i think she's like like in her background, she is all four races, I think. Damn. Because she is part Japanese, uh, part 
uh, part black, um, part Dominican, and part Portuguese, which is all of them. <laughs> Other than like, maybe, I don't think she's Native American or anything like that, but, um, but like, but besides the point, um, what I like her is, um, because like, like, I don't know, she has a really, like, really, really good voice. Um, I wouldn't say she has a lot of range, but her voice is just really solid, and it just seems like she comes out with really solid content all the time. And, um, and she's from, and she's from, uh, you know, Slauston, from where Nifty's from, one of my favorite rappers, so, <laughs> had so to shout that out. You said um, she's from Compton? Boston. Boston, okay. Yeah. Who's your favorite rapper from Boston? Slauson. Oh, Slauson. Oh, never heard of him, dude. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so my top five favorite songs by her are, uh, While We're Young, The Worst, uh, Comfort In, Ending, uh, Stay Ready, which was performed on Rhythm and Flow, by the way. Um, and my favorite song by her is Never Call Me, featuring Corrupt. Even though Corrupt doesn't really rap, it's actually just a, like a voice recording of him. Oh, Corrupt, uh, Corrupt from, uh, yeah. DPG, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love Corrupt, dude. It's fucking dope, man. Corruption, Sea Walk, I love those songs, man, dude. Yeah, definitely. So that's your, um, top three? I mean, your top two, my bad? Yeah. Okay, okay. Alright, so what's your what's your number one? Uh number one probably gonna piss a lot of people off. A lot of people probably put her lower, not on there at all. She's an underground MC and she goes by the name of Jean Grey. So Jean Grey is my number one. And she she's just an MC from Brooklyn, New York. She's from like somewhere part of Africa, I wanna I forget, Cape Town, Africa. I don't even remember. But she's more of like an underground MC. And I like her and I what I like about her is just she can like She's like probably one of my favorite female rappers because she can actually spit. She has like technicality to it. She has like the multi like syllabistic sound to it. So she multi syllabistic like rap. So she kind of sounds like a female version of like uh, Master Ace, but a lot more like in your face. And she has like I like your production choice, which is like darker, gritty beats, somber beats. She can rap on soulful beats. What I just like about her is just like her delivery. Like she's probably one of the best female rappers out there. Like technically, because a lot of female rappers kind of suffer from the, the problem where they don't really have like tech technicality to their, like rapping style. It's just like kind of basic in a way, but but it's more hers is more technical and more aggressive in your face too. She has like laid back flow, and I just really love her. Actually discovered her, like I heard of her, but a song that I really liked from her was "Hold You." By she was actually featured "Hold You" by uh, Master H and it features Jean Grey, and I just like their um. This is going back and forth. It's kind of like a love duet, but it's not corny. I just like that beat too. It's very like somber and like mellow, just like very mellow, laid back. And I just like her and Master Ace's like chemistry on the song. They just go back and forth, and I think she out, kind of outwrapped Master Ace on there too, because she's just like very aggressive in your face, and I just like she's my. She's my top one because of that reason. Just how like aggressive she is. Like, like the other ones, I feel like they're 
they're just like more laid back in a way. But I just like how I just like aggressive lyricism. You know what I mean? Like in your face lyricism. Like I can I can rap too on the same level as everyone else. And the song essential songs from her I would check out is "Hold You," which is a Master Ace song featuring her, which is on the uh, Disposable Arts album, two thousand one, dope ass art album. And then a song "Soda and Pop" also a Master Ace song featuring her that was on the "A Long Hot Summer," which is a prequel to um, Disposable Arts, which came out actually three years later. And then "P.S.," which is on her. Uh, Weekend, I forget the album. Weekend something. Uh, this week album, and then Fireblaze, and then Styles War, Watch Me, and Super Love. So once again, she's my number one just just for the fact of how like aggressive she is, and how technical she is with her rhymes. So I just really appreciate that about an MC. She's not like no basic one. She just gives it her all. She she's like a really dope rhyme rapper. She just has a dope rhyme scheme. So that's why she's my number one. I mean, she might not have the classics everyone else but does, but I just like I just focus more on lyricism than discography. But sometimes that changes up. But definitely, she's my number one. Then, that being said, for me, my number one is Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's my number one because like she was great with the Fugees. Um, her her sadly, she only has released one album, but her only album is. You know, it was released and it was an immediate classic. Um, and, I mean, her voice has been sampled a million times, mm-hmm. um, which is a clear sign of her talent. If people, like, if people keep on chopping up her vocals all the time, that's definitely a sign that uh, her legacy in rap is very deep. Um, a little bit like Janiaco, she can get it. She could be a little bit more R&B a lot of the time. Um, I mean, I I can't really go into her history because you had uh, you, you already explained that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, my top five songs by her is Everything is Everything. Uh, then Every Ghetto. I love that song. It's just... I, 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 always, I really love like these top four songs I have. Uh, Doo-Wop, which is... A song I think everybody knows. And then uh, Forgiven Father. About, isn't it talking about sex or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's talking about how, like, you know, men and women both expect um, certain things from each other that yeah. maybe, like, like, like how men, like, really want women to, they only want women for their, like, for their sexuality and for their bodies. And yeah. how women can only want men for, you know, their money or something like that. And it also also gets into how um, men can also maybe care about, like, objects more than they care about, like, you know, uh, a woman that they're, you know, dating uh, or in a serious relationship with. Wow, that's and then And then for my second favorite song is, which is a very underrated song on, the miseducation album is forgive them father um just uh i just feel like not enough people talk about the song and um you know a lot of people might not even know about it and then my number one song is x factor that song is her vocals in that song are insane um 
Drake uh, sampled that, and that's probably one of the only Drake songs I like, <laughs> just because just because of the Lauren Hill sample, because the Lauren Hill sample is just so good. Um, so yeah, those are top five. Uh, before we go, I want to know what advice would you give a female rap artist um, trying to get into the game? Dude, that's it. <laughs> that's it. I actually never expected that. But um, I'm not a rapper myself. <laughs> but if I had to give advice, if I was a rapper, I would just say, don't don't go don't go to like the. It's gonna sound like some underground indie shit. Just just stay true to yourself. You know what I mean. Don't sell out to these like these um these commercial people because they don't care about you. They just want to exploit your talent talents for money. Like you just have to stay true to yourself. Like. These rappers might not be getting paid the most money, but you got to be happy in your own situation. You can't compromise yourself for other people. Like, this has to be what you want to do, not what other people want you to do. Like, what they expect from you. So, these um, these females out here trying to, like, sell, like, sell, like sex mu- sexual music. Like, I don't think they're truly happy because they're, like, exploiting themselves. I'm not trying to get all feminists on you guys, but, but like, you have, to, you have to stay true to yourself, like... If you're a spitter, just spit. You know what I mean? Just do you. Not a lot of people are going to appreciate it, but people that actually appreciate mu- real music like me are going to actually care about that. So I just, just like say, just basically straight, stay true to yourself. Like, like don't go, don't go trying to chase the chain train because that train's always going to change. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be different expectations for female MCs. It's a lot harder for them to be, for them to rap than, than it is for male people, male male rappers but i would just say stay true to your stay true to your like craft in your game just keep on doing what you're doing like you're gonna have a a small audience but that audience is gonna appreciate you more than the mainstream audience because what the main mainstream audience does wrong is that they they like a song for like let's say a week and then they throw it throw it against the they just throw it in the trash and then they move on to the next one so just make music that's actually gonna last that's timeless and classic so just just if you can rap, just rap. You know what I mean? Just stay stay true to yourself and stay true to the game. A lot of people are going to appreciate that. I'm appreciate it. And uh, Westside's going to appreciate it more than these like other commercial people that don't know shit about hip-hop. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I have to say. All right, all right. Before, one thing I will say that you're, you're going to hate me for saying this. Yeah. But one thing that I can respect Cardi B for doing is... Overall, compared to a lot of other mainstream female rap artists, yeah. Cardi B seems to be the most herself. Yeah. Um, like, clearly, you know, in her raps, you can see her representing her Dominican roots a lot, um, working with a lot of Spanish artists. Um, and so for that, I have to give her a lot of respect for that. Um, and then if I had to give advice... To any female rappers trying to, you know, make a name for themselves, it would be to try to like avoid exploitation. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of these a lot of record labels try to exploit female rap artists who maybe intended to get into rapping by rapping, you know, you know, real bars, but when they get to a label, the labels expect them to be a little all sexual, sexual and very um 
very suggestive in their lyrics. Yeah, and... like look at look at people like uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, but then you got real mm. rappers like um, I forget to I didn't actually listen to her discography, but I didn't put her on there. Rhapsody, uh, just the rappers me and Kern mentioned because they they're just they just stay true to the game. Mm-hmm. They're not the most popular MCs, but they're definitely higher have higher quality music. It's not like Mm-hmm. It's not watered down shit water music that you guys hear on the radio. You know what I mean? They actually care. Yeah. They actually care about the art. So you you just have to be like Missy Elliott because Missy Elliott is probably the most commercial rapper out of there. You know, she she doesn't give a fuck. She's herself. You know what she means? She knows she's yeah. short, overweight. She doesn't care. She makes really good timeless music because I people actually appreciate that because they can see herself like the whole. Yeah, I'm just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, as as rap fans, we we look for the real. Yeah. You know, we look for people who are representing themselves, and that goes for everybody, no matter what their gender is. Yeah. And you know, if you're if you're if you're a gangster girl, you know, you need to represent that. Don't <laughs> don't like don't don't try to go from you know you know hood into you know kim kardashian in like one week you know yeah you need to you need to represent who you are and if you do that like you said earlier you know real rap fans will really respect that and you will i would say you will gain a real following instead of a following that will maybe support you for a year but then the next big thing comes around and they forget about you if you if you stick to yourself you're gonna have a real fan base that's gonna stick with you for you know a decade two decades you know yeah. Like 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 you said, look at Missy Elliott, look at Lauren Hill, you know, they have very, you know, devoted fans and they stuck to who they were. Whereas, you know, Lil Kim, who kind of you know, she was definitely She went she went off uh, the rails. <laughs> yeah. And she and she sold sex in her raps and look at where she is now. like she's not really making she's like I can't name a song that she's done. No offense to Lil Kim, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not the biggest I, fan of her either. But I'm just saying, yeah. if you don't respect your, if you don't, it's gonna sound corny as fuck, but it's true. If you don't respect yourself, how is someone else gonna respect you? You know what I mean? Like if you're just gonna be some like girl just talks about sex and that's all guys are just gonna want from you. You know what I mean? They're not gonna, they're not gonna look for your character or who you are as a person. You know what I mean? Like you have to respect yeah. yourself, and then others will respect you. You might not be the most popular MC, but what's more, what's more important, money or self-respect? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> money, money can't buy happiness. I mean, it can, but only a certain amount of happiness before it's gone. You know. You don't want to live a lie either. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also think that like a lot of these, you know, fem- like a lot of these uh, overly sexualized female rappers, I think it's, I think it's kind of dangerous to have that kind of influence around because it puts pressure on a lot of other women to maybe look a certain way yeah and you know kind of kind of puts other people down and also it it almost like creates a stereotype that all women are are just sex when in reality you know they can definitely come out with very complex uh you know message filled rap uh, that's true too and and it creates women that have low self-esteem and that i'm not i'm not trying to get all dark but 
those people that aren't ha- women that aren't happy, they look a certain way. They become depressed, depend on drugs, alcoholism, smoking, whatever. And they just, some of them commit suicide. You know what I mean? I'm not saying all of them are like that, but yeah. like, just the whole social media aspect too, that kind of destroyed female hip hop in a way. Cause like, like mm-hmm. I said, you got these bitches flaunting their titties and ass and their thick thighs and stuff like that. <laughs> And yeah, and it just creates a false reality for, for people just like men and women in general. Because men expect women to look a certain way, and women want to look that way. You know what I mean? There's actually good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, man, it's just um. It sucks for once again. It just, <laughs> once again, it just you know, rap kind of represents life in a way that you know you gotta you gotta be yourself. Yeah, and people, especially if you're, especially if we're talking about music, I would say rap music. You need to be the most real to who you are, um, or people will check you on that. Yeah, I I think that's true too. Uh, Just like at the end of the day, just respect yourself, man, and then you're gonna get respect from other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like if let's say Cardi B dropped. She changed her whole demeanor, right? She became lyrical, lyrical, miracle. No one's gonna, no one's gonna like her, man, because they're they're gonna expect her to do like the whole sex rap thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they they kind of get people get. This is not female MCs in general, but it's MCs and just like male and female MCs in general. If you put yourself in a box, eventually you're gonna get boxed in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like no one's gonna push a tease like. People expect drug rap from Pusha T, right? If he was just going to drop a song yeah. about his family, no one's going to care about that because people just expect certain... I'm kind of like that in a way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, some artists are versatile and some just box themselves in, you know what I mean? Sadly, a lot of female MCs and male MCs in general do that, you know? Just kind of yeah. box themselves in. There's no escaping that because when you try to do something new, it comes off whack or no one likes it. Like, you, you're going to have to sound dope when you do it, you know what I mean? I know this is kind of yeah. going off topic, but it kind of relates to the topic in a way that don't don't try to box yourself in. Like try to try to go off the zone. Not I'm not saying go commercial, but do something unique in a way. You know what I mean? That's all mm-hmm. I really have to say, man. Just respect yourself. Yeah. And then just stay true to yourself. That's all you have to do. I know it's I know it's a hard for a lot of people because they just care about that fat paycheck. But I'd rather have a better, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a loyal fan base than just people that are just going to cast away and only know my commercial songs. I'd rather just have yeah. a loyal fan base of 100 people, 1,000 people, than just millions of people that don't really know you all that well. They don't get to see your sad, mm-hmm. they don't get to see your vulnerable and fun side. They only see like one side of you as a person. Yeah. Er, yeah. Yeah, and that's what I have to say. Well, all right, man. I think that's uh, that's the end of the episode. Exactly, man. So what what all do right. you what do you want to say? We have next. What are you gonna? Re- all right. So next man? week, uh, we'll be we'll be reviewing Travis Scott's Astro World. Oh, many God. people are claiming it's a uh, <laughs> many people are claiming it's a it's a rap classic right now. And um, well, uh, I guess we'll put that to the test next week. <laughs> Likewise. All right, man. All right. See you guys next week. Later, guys.